Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Welcome to our podcast. We can't be the only ones. I'm Gail. And I am Mary B. <laughs> she just tickles herself there. <laughs> and we sit here looking at our lit Christmas tree and in the midst of the holiday season. And, it, and it, it's been good. Yeah. It's been very good. It's How are you? cold I, I, i'm fine yeah it is cold mm-hmm. it's like miami sweater weather cold well actually no this is it's cold weather weather you need a coat it's cold it is cold 46 degrees outside this, this is like coat, hat gloves this is like the weather where a man Man's is tolerable to keep you warm yes tolerable mm-hmm. ain't got one of them but oh well rent a spoon hmm? rent a spoon hmm. <laughs> is there such a thing no, well, I'm pretty sure. I mean, started. Renaissance. Anywho, we're at that portion of what is our gratitude meter at? What are we grateful for for this? Oh yeah, I go first, and I am grateful for um, being able to spend some quality time with individuals as I can. Um, This week I was able to go to the Rebel um, Museum with Alina because I was like, okay, I'm on vacation. I really miss museums and art galleries the most. So, you know, how many people are thinking of going there? Not many, it would seem. So it was nice to like have that quality time and, you know, taking the artwork because her and I were talking about it and I'm like, we haven't been to a museum in like a year because of COVID. Yeah. And so it was just so nice. And we were talking about it afterwards and it was just, um, overwhelming too. Like after it was done, it was like, Oh my God, that's a lot to take in because it's like a sensory overload Mm kind of thing when you're getting it, when you haven't gotten it so and so long and then you take the whole thing in um but i am grateful for like those little moments like you know like it doesn't mean like didn't cost a lot of money it wasn't like something like disney world or anything crazy it was just like a a few hours at the museum and like talking and just having that little bit of quality time with her and I have been able to spend some quality time with some other people too. And that has been like really nice. It's been like a nice little bomb um, during this time period. That's good. 
Vacation, you go to a museum, I go to Disney. <laughs> I know, I still have another week of vacation. I have another week of vacation, so... Um, you could get Disney in. I'm not doing that. Um, so, I might go to the NSU Museum, though, at some point in time. Probably by myself or with Alina, we'll see, but I do want to go there. To, uh, to where? The NSU Museum in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. Yeah, not too far from here. Well, I would have to say my moment of gratitude is just being able to appreciate mm -hmm. what is here. Good. And I don't mean here in this house, just here in general, you know, just being able to appreciate it and not be caught up in any of the craziness of the world for this moment. You know, uh, okay. you know, just just enjoying it, and um, it's been an, it's just been an interesting holiday in that I didn't go home, not planning to go home, not even had a discussion about going home, and but at the same time, I actually feel closer to my cousins not being home. Oh, uh, okay. So it it has you know kind of tightened the bond a little bit in that, and I'm I'm grateful for that. And um, those who love me, there and you let go. Me know that they love me. There you go. Love is always a beautiful thing. It is. Love is always a beautiful thing. So this week's topic is mine, and because this is the last episode of 2020, I know. I know our baby. We're like going into the next year with it. Yeah. Um, I tend to do a lot of reflections, probably biannually, because my birthday is in June, and then you know December. So like basically twice a year, I do some like end of year reflections, end of the year year calendar year, and then the end of my year. Um, but they tend to fall six months apart. And, you know, just reflecting on so much, I just kind of wanted to talk about like how 2020 has been. And I have some questions. Okay. I try not to think too hard about the questions when I was writing them down. So again, some of them might have like pregnant pauses on my end as well, because I was just like, okay, think about it and write it down. But um, just kind of wanted to go through a few questions. And the first one, I guess, you know, thinking back to this time last year, what were you doing? How did you feel? And who were you with? Oh, did I go home last You did year? go home last year. Are you sure? Because I know you went away. I went away. We were all away. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, because I saw a video that I did. I just, like, jumped out the restaurant and went outside in the cold <laughs> to make a video about New Year's and and how just utterly grateful that I, I was to be able to be home. And uh, I guess I was in New... Well, not this week, but shortly I, would, I was in New Jersey for New Year's. Okay. I did New Year's in New Jersey. And with Julian, the kids, and saw some friends, some families. And um, and that's the one thing I do miss about not 
going home, I miss going over to Nan's house. Mm. Forget, I just, I love her house. And all the food and people that rotate in and out of her house for the holiday. So I do miss that. But, um, and so what was the question again? Like, how did you feel at that? Like, do you remember how you felt this time yeah, I was last just, year? I was very grateful. I was grateful for my the friends and family, you know, that um, I was just very, I, and I felt I was just very grateful. My cousin who hung out with me the entire time that I was there and I hadn't really spent any time with her in a while. It was just pulling. That's why I don't know. So I was I was very grateful for that. I, I was just so I guess I would say I was grateful about again and I felt loved. Okay. Wonderful. I was um in Hawaii with a really bad hangover <laughs> this time last year. I'll never forget because I was like, I'm not drinking anymore. <laughs> And I actually never knew why you just stopped drinking. Oh, yeah. It was because I had such, a, like, I just thought I had died in paradise. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, Alana, I was like, okay, my insurance card, if you need to take me to the hospital. <laughs> it was that bad? <laughs> it was just so bad. And I mean, that was like my first litmus. So we just kind of went a little bit overboard with the gin. I'm not a gin girl. Not can't do it, mm. and um, so I just remember going to the beach the next day after like feeling like crap and being like, Oh my goodness, I'm never gonna drink again. <laughs> but the beach is a good place to rid yourself of a hangover, it is, it is. It was just, but it when going through it, it was just that was probably like one of those, like, Okay, you're not a young chickadee anymore. Pace yourself, girl. <laughs> Pace yourself. But it was a good feeling. I mean, it was a very good um, holiday season. And I enjoyed being with them. Alina was with her um, stepmother and her dad and her little brother. They went to Colorado. So it was like everyone kind of was like in three different areas, but with different individuals that they loved. So... Um, it was a good feeling outside of being hung over, which I did get over eventually, but I swore off drinking Thank for God. months. <laughs> I swore off drinking for months. I was like, I don't even want to smell it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but think now that we kind of are in that place of where we were and how we felt, if you could give yourself advice then about where we are now and what was to come what would you say to yourself like if you could go in a time machine from where you were the day after christmas last year knowing what you know now what's a bit of advice that you would give your past self to prep for now myself or anybody else yourself no why is that um, uh, I think I rolled with it fairly well. I, and I, I like that feeling sometimes of not always being in control. Oh, okay. And just kind of rolling with it. I would, I mean, I kind of went through the first few months of this sober. 
So it wasn't too bad. Um, so I would say just about the same because it lined up in a way that like when things started to shut down and everything, I just kind of was like, oh, this is the reality right now. And I was like, but I'll wait to drink. I said, when things get really bad, I'm going to pour me a drink. And that happened during that whole George Floyd. Once that occurred, I was like, okay, I'm going to have a drink. Um, But before then, I think, yeah, I saved my liver. I mean, I I did it anyways. But it was just kind of like the detox, I think. And having a sober mind and seeing things for what they were kind of helped me like plan much more accordingly than because I was on it. I was like, um, we need groceries. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, <laughs> we need this. We need that. Like, so I think, you know, my, my past self kind of probably already knew to just sat my ass down somewhere and hunker down and be sober for six months and figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't have anything that I would have told cause I, I just kind of went with it. Okay. So if you could describe 2020 in three words, what would you describe it as? Wow. Three words. Yeah. Well, what's your three words? I would say tumultuous, um, relaxing, and um, um, what's the last word? Ever changing. Um. And I would say it was tumultuous because we just didn't know what was happening. You know, like none of us knew that when we went back in our house that day in March, that it would, and again, there are some people who are out there living their best lives, but for those who are kind of like, she never stopped. Yes. (laughs) But for those who are like, you know, for the most part abiding by guidelines and things of that sort, it's just you just don't know and then there was the um 45 and his bullshit that he was doing um that was just kind of like all over the place like you didn't know who was going to be the president you didn't know what was happening what was going on so it was kind of like everything seemed so tumultuous then you still had the race relation things happening And, but then another portion of it where it was relaxing was because all my stuff is at home and I'm kind of a, like, I go out and and I do miss that like social life that I used to have, but I had also created a space at home to be comfortable. So for me, it was kind of like, okay, yes, I do miss going out. But then it was like, I flipped it into how can I get this space? Mm -hmm. to be as comfortable as I can. And that's what kind of made it very relaxing. And I don't know what the last thing I said was. I think something about change. Tumultuous. What was the other one? It was relaxing 
And I don't know, something about change. I should have wrote this down when I was saying it. Yeah, I should have too. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you said it, I thought of something, but then I didn't write it fast enough. I know. Okay. Leading, went all out the door somewhere. So I think the last thing, whatever, I'll figure out. But maybe something regarding change is that, you know, the unpredictability of, I, not to sound like a Debbie Downer, but I think this is just the beginning of how bad things can be. And I just don't think that we as humans already individually, we can't predict our future. Um, mm. But I think collectively we're in for some stuff that we just aren't quite, we cannot wrap our head around it. And I think at the rate, of which we're going with other things environmentally and everything else that we could probably be doing to like save the planet. Um, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better at the rate that we're going. So I think the change that we're seeing now, um, there's worse. Oh, I'm sure. So what are your three words? I think the first one will be growth. Okay. Because during this time, you can sit and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Or y you do something. And it, it didn't, you didn't have, I didn't have to do a lot to experience growth. Okay. You know, because there wasn't, there weren't a lot of moving pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it gave time to have, uh, Spiritual growth, mental growth, you know, just a, a sense of, you know, learning. Growth is also like learning new things, attaching things to me. Mm -hmm. And then center, being centered. Okay. Because you're almost forced to be centered or be crazy. Yeah. You know, you have to find your center because if you can't find your center, you're going to either do crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Like just ignore everything and run around like a wop. Go live your best life outside and say, whatever. It's like babies. You know what? Some people are like, you know, there's a self-soothing that you have to teach your baby how to self-soothe itself. And I think that's part of centering when you're, you're, when the baby, and I only have one, so I don't have multiple kids. So I'm only speaking from my own experience. But I do remember like when Alina came home from the hospital and she had that pacifier and when it would fall out of her mouth, she would lose her damn mind. And I was like, get rid of the shit, get rid, <laughs> get rid of it because your dependency to it. And I don't know if I was right or wrong in that moment, but it was just kind of like the dependency to it was just crazy where I was just like, no, she's going to have to find another way to cope, put a, a finger. I don't know. But the pacifier? No, ma'am. They usually drop them. No, ma'am. But so she, I just kind of got rid of it in the very beginning. She never knew what she missed because it was just, but I think that's part of like centering yourself, like being able to self-soothe yourself in situations so that you're not like trying to find external Things but you, that pacifier thing, you might want to look that up. It's too late now. I ain't have no more. No, kids. but it might explain some stuff for you. 
because I, I did research on that before I had Jillian because mm-hmm. uh, I was really opposed to it. I used to see people with these nasty little pacifiers and I, I looked it up and I didn't take it from him because it can be a traumatic thing that will affect them in later years. She, de- she didn't know it. She didn't know it. She was like dazed. So she never like, it wasn't like months and then I took a pacifier. It was like days and I was like, this ain't going to do it. So I don't think Alina has a memory of a pacifier. Like, it's not like she was one and it was gone. Oh, no, no. They say even like in the first week or two weeks, if they adjust to it at all and if they miss it and cry, then you don't return it. That's a, that that starts that syndrome of things being taken away and gone, unexplainable. Oh, she'll be all right. Little brains. She has a therapy. So therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to tell <laughs> And the last one was f- it focus. Oh, nice. You know, but um, focus on different things that maybe you didn't have time for before. Mm-hmm. So now you you got time. So focus. I think yours kind of go backwards. Like it's like focus to then center, which then leads to growth. So it kind of like moves backwards because you kind of have to have your eyes or your sight set on where you want to go. Well, this guy said one, two, three didn't mean that it went by one, two, three. No, I didn't. I never said that. I'm just saying it just kind of works itself backwards. Because um, you focus first, then you center, then you have growth. No, I'm just saying that's kind of what I took it as, like kind of like a backwards thing. So now you're calling me backwards. You're taking <laughs> so much personal. Find your center. <laughs> focus. Yes, focus and find your center and grow out of whatever you're going through right now. How did you? How do you interpret 2020? What do you mean? How do you interpret it to be like for you? Like, I, it's really an odd thing. I said something to um, the administration at my job. I, I told them I was grateful, mm-hmm. and they were like, "For what?" Well, grateful that when other people didn't have a job to go to, you were allowed us to still come here and work. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, you know, work out a schedule that you feel comfortable and safe to be in. But that left some normalcy to my life Mm -hmm. where other people didn't. Yeah. And they really struggled with that. Yeah. So that left some norm. And now I was so... uh, it's really weird. I was very grateful for that. Although I may not always like my job, you know, but I was grateful to that. So I, I would have to say it's a year of much gratitude. Okay. You know, there there were things that, that happened and evolved and different gratitude and appreciation of things mm-hmm. that you, because you're moving so fast normally. Yeah, this is a slowdown year. This you're, is a, you, you're you have in, no you're choice. out, you know, and you you get reflection time when you absolutely make yourself sit down and do it. Mm-hmm. But this year, almost what you, you what what else you gonna do? Well, people are still partying, gal. So well, yeah, so. that's true. But you know, 
I think they would do that if there was a bomb that went off in their house. And if they survived and found a party outfit, let's they go. They still found a ready to cha-cha slide. Right. So, you know, right it's, it, it's, it's where your focus time. is. And it was just, for, for me, that's what 2020 was kind of for me. I mean, there were fearful moments in it. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, the um, not really rioting in a sense, because what they call riots, I've really seen some riots. So, hello, y'all weren't really that tough and rioting. It was a weak attempt, but I've seen stronger rioting in the 60s. But that was fearful because I, I have grandkids and I'm hoping that they're going to be all right and friends with young people who actually mm-hmm. went to those so, but at the same time, I saw growth from, I saw growth from that. I, I saw a, a, a gratitude that people were opening their eyes to things. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was a bad experience with COVID because it's so, so funny you should ask this because in, in our study group today, somebody said that and I said something that, um, you know, like, well, there's been, you know, I'm kind of grateful for the opportunity and they're like, yeah, but then so many people died. Okay, I could focus on that. And that was a bad thing. I'm not saying, I'm not making light of that at yeah, all. Yeah, but what does that have to do with you feeling grateful? Right, I, I don't know. But it was like, oh. like, I, like I missed that point. Like, but people died for that. <laughs> no, uh, it's not like I had a machete and cut them down. To get to my grateful spot on the lawn. Yeah, one has nothing to do with the right. other. Right. So but I just think that that's, to me, that was one of the things about 2020. It just, you have to be, because you could have been one of those numbers that died. Yeah, I interpret 2020 as, again, um, a moment in time that is of change like this is again it's a historical moment so um i like the 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 whole history of history like so i can fall down a rabbit hole of things that i didn't know because i find it interesting and um we're just at one of those pivots in history Uh right now which again um how many of these do we have to go through? I think there's more. But again, right now, this is one that we are all aware of, that we're in a moment of history. And for some people, it's tiring. Like People are like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be a part of history anymore. You know, I just want to get on with what I got to get on. And then there are other people who kind of um, can sit with it Um, because the thing is with pandemics, this isn't the first pandemic. This is our first pandemic, but it isn't the first pandemic. Right. Um, and it probably won't be the last one either. So, um, it's just kind of, for me, that's just the way I view it. It's just as a historical moment that you know, we'll be able to tell our grandkids or great grandkids if they exist about like this was a moment in history for all of us that change. So this is now my next question. Now that we are all going through a collective experience, 
right now. Do you think that anything is a coincidence? Or are we all interrelated? Because you know, some people are like, it's just a coincidence that I met you. And it, what a coincidence. Um, and I have my thoughts about this. Like, is anything ever a coincidence or not? Well, see, I guess for me, a large part of the Bible plays out in this. Because there is nothing new under the sun that's not in the Bible. And all of this is in the Bible that these things would come to pass and even the behaviors of people would come to pass. So coincidence, no. This has already been written, planned. It's just been acted out. Mm -hmm. And even to how, I mean, I, I say it all the time, God is not surprised. We have not caught God with his britches down. He knew this was coming and did he plan it? It all depends on your perspective of how you see God. But none of this is new under the sun. This is something that now how people see it and how they respond to it. That's the thing. If you're somebody who thinks the there are forces operating to make you behave in a certain way and that you have no control over your behavior, mm -hmm. okay, then this might be, you know, your litmus test. I think every, and you see the people who, where this whole pandemic issue was, some of them say that plan, this is planned, I knew it was gonna happen, you know, I have my basement full of stuff. Well, did you really plan for a pandemic or World War Three? And you just, well, hey, I got food, so let's say it was a pandemic. Yeah. You know, I, so I, I just, I think that has a lot to do with it. Your, your perspective mm -hmm. of what it is. And everybody's going to have a different perspective. But this is one time where it all came to a crescendo. Like, like loud voices, everybody shouted so we couldn't hear each other. Yeah. And that's where the chaos of this whole year came to. There was not a guiding force in this. In this country. Right. Even to, to even the, the faith ticket, the God ticket, the Bible ticket, the church ticket. You, you got churches talking different from other churches and it's like whoa okay what bible are y'all reading what bible are you teaching from because i i don't read that in mind so it really it, it was really in that respect of was this something that was planned out or is this just an you know like an accidental meeting like here we are looking across the street and he caught my eye. <laughs> and even so though, this was destiny that I should be in this spot yeah. at this time. Well, I, I like how big is this coincidence? You know, <clears throat> maybe, you know, um, I, I don't know. I, but I think there is some parts of that that play out throughout this. Yeah. My thinking is that this really showed us that there really aren't. I mean, I do believe, I don't know whether or not I believe in coincidence because I kind of feel like you will yourself with the little micro movements and decisions that you make, 
day to day to put you in certain places to be in certain areas. So there are like little micro things that you do day to day that put you there, like many decisions that you don't even think about, but some you do, but they kind of accumulate to that point. Right. But I do think that a lot of this is, it showed us how interrelated we are as a species. Um, yes. And not like that whole race thing that people like to say, like COVID knows no color lines, like COVID knows none of that. It doesn't care what language you speak. It doesn't care how much money you have. It doesn't care what job you have. None of that. So it just kind of was just one of those things for me that I'm looking at it and it just shows you how connected we are to one another and what difference we can make good or bad in each other's lives as a collective so i think Mm. many decisions many everybody's little decisions kind of like led to this point and again you know the leaving president our tangerine man is leaving and even the decisions that he made were interrelated with how America faced this. That's true, because you know, the leadership of anything, a company, families, Mm -hmm. determines the bulk of how people react or do something or plan something. That's like if you're going on a family vacation, if nobody's really taking a lead of what you're doing, where you're going, then we're all we all may pack and leave on different days. Yeah, you'll and be like home alone and left your child yeah. there. <laughs> so, and and that's sort of what happened here is that there was no in and like you say in this country there was no true leadership of look we have a crisis we need to bat down the hatches this is what we need to do you know uh, there was so many things that could have been done to avoid everything being shut down you could have prepared some businesses Mm -hmm. say look customers are not going to be able to come in you need to think now quickly how are you going to re turn that around so you can drop it at their door yeah if you don't have a website or if you can't you might want to check your insurance to, to 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 let go yeah so you can let go in an equitable manner yeah Without it being so devastating. Right. That could have been done. Yeah. Yeah. It just it just kind of like if you think about the dominoes, when you hit one and it just all falls down, it literally was like a global domino effect. And America just handled it so piss poorly compared to other developed nations. And we didn't even have a good domino effect. No, it was like... It's like some in the middle had already fell, and the others went to it go. Like it and it stopped. And like, right. It's it like, stopped. okay. It was a dud. Right. Absolutely. It so it's dud. like, we can't even get... We can't even build this correctly. Because there are ways that things could have happened, and people might have closed their business, but done it in such a way that everybody could have walked away in a, a better situation and be ready for the next 
go round. Mm-hmm. And and I I have a, a, a some friends we were talking about that that it could just have been done differently. Rest some restaurants like they did band together in areas. Yeah. And let's hey, what can we do that we can keep all of us surviving? Mm-hmm. But when you don't have leadership really giving true guidance, and it's you can't be a leader and be all about you. Well, no, you can't lead that way. Period. And that was our problem. We had a leader. It was all about the leader. Mm-hmm. And the rest of you was like, eh. get there how you get there. What is the greatest lesson that you learned this year? Wow. I don't mean to be self-centered. <laughs> That's the question. But I guess the greatest lesson would, I, I've, I learned that I've arrived. Oh, pretty cool. In the sense of some years back, um, when I was working in healthcare, I had like two or three jobs and going to school. So I, I was, and I was raising Julian. So I was constantly in movement, mm-hmm. always moving, always moving, always moving. There was never a sit down moment mm-hmm. because I had to sit down with myself. And one day, one of my, um, supervisor she said you know I never really see you just be alone or chill you really need to learn how to do that because I would go 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 and crash mm-hmm. for like two three days I'd either get really sick so I'd be home because I'm sick and I'd be stressed about being home and not doing all my little tasks and projects I had running and I think I finally arrived to the point where I, I can. I, I know how to turn Gail off. Okay. And that's challenging if you're always, even at my age, you know, I was always doing something, going where in that group, in this group, just and still moving things. But I've learned and this year solidified the fact that, yes, you can stop sit down for a minute yeah um the greatest lesson i learned always comes from pbs right um was i don't know what the show was called but it was a show about water and it was just how much we need water and how it's shifting and i mean when i watch these nature shows like I don't necessarily cry about humans because humans kind of put themselves in the predicaments that they are. You know what I mean? Because there is a free will to it. But when it comes to like the animals and nature, I am just like a boohoo storm. Like <laughs> it's just because they don't have a choice. <laughs> they didn't pick to live in Antarctica. You know? So it was just one of the the greatest lessons that I learned was just that how important water is and the currency of water and how important water will be in the future and how we're storing it up. Like countries are basically storing up water in reserves for for currency. Yeah, but we're not. America is. They They already were. America is, Japan is. Most of the larger developed countries are storing waters in ways with dams and things of that sort. 
But it was just, that was one of my greatest lessons was just, again, back to interconnectedness, just the whole water, how important that water is truly the real currency of life. It's not money, it's not seashells, it's not Benjamin Franklin's, it's water. Water is life. And in the Bible, Jesus is water. There you go. Shout out to Jesus. Um, did you cultivate a deeper relationship with yourself this year? If yeah. so, how? Well, by doing therapy. Okay. Um, letting people go who I wanted to keep in my life, but they didn't no lo- they no longer wanted to be there. Even though I felt they did not have a justified reason for their actions. Mm-hmm. I, I finally just let them go. I, I wrote them. I, I wrote them off in a nice way. You know, instead of the my normal mo is, um, eh, I could be mean, could be mean about it. But I, I just did it in a, in a nice way and wrote them out, and they're gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm content with that. And I, I, re, and I refuse to let other people bring them back. Okay. No, you just can't. Because how many times can somebody hurt you, discredit you, make you feel lesser than so they feel better about themselves? Because at some point you just have to say no. Mm-hmm. And well, and I've heard arguments where people change. You're correct. I've changed. They've changed. And maybe they want the U-turn, but no, go another way. Yeah, I would say um, I was already dating myself. So I did fall in love with myself a little bit. I fall in love with myself a little bit more every year, Gail. (laughs) I do. Okay, that's good. I do. So, I mean, I was already on the trajectory of, like, having a deeper connection with myself. Um, therapy helps, too. Therapy does provide introspection. Um, the homework is pretty good. So, it's you know, again, it, there are things that you're told that you're just like, what? Don't tell me that. That's not what I pay you to do. But at the same time, I think um, that has kind of also deepened some things and this was a year too where um through the power of therapy as well that there were just a lot of relationships that I just cut off too that it was just like you know Christmas was just around if you know there's no I'm not sending you if I don't mess with you you're not getting a Merry Christmas text from me if you send me a text I'm deleting it and blocking you like it was just kind of like a year to kind of cut things loose because where we are going you can't there you go there you go so you can't necessarily have that but the nice thing about therapy for me to be honest I thought I was a little wackier than I am and I really thought I had some burning issues that I really did when I first went I said okay I'm gonna just have to open up and let it all out and probably going to have to really go to a psychiatrist <laughs> or meds for depression. I really thought there were some serious things going on. 
And she just chuckled. She said, no, not at all. There's not, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she said, and she said a lot of people think that when they come into therapy. They think they almost have to be wackadoodle. Yeah. And and I was surprised to find out, uh, no, I'm not. There you go. So that, that was like a, a good thing. A therapy all the way around helped greatly. What surprised you the most about others and yourself? Just this year? Just this year. In the year of the Panini Press. I, I guess, can I use you as an example? Sure. I, I saw that, I saw you before the pandemic as someone who embraced change and adjusted quickly to it. Mm -hmm. And in the pandemic, I saw where you really aren't. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It almost was like you're kind of flighty before. And you're not. You're much more grounded than sometimes you come off as. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you don't always come off as that grounded. Oh, well, so, yeah, I'm a little bit of an airhead sometimes. So, so it, it came off and, and that's what I saw with uh, a lot of relationships that, you know, like my, my cousin Renee and I had not distance because there's a problem, just physical distance. Mm -hmm. And we became closer during this time to chat a little bit more and to share some things. And I just found out that there are, maybe there are some people who are just, for lack of a better way of saying it, sort of sitting on the shelf of your life. Mm -hmm. And they're always there. So you never really think so much other than to say, hey, how you doing every now and then? It's the hedonistic um, will. Like, since you're so used to them, right? you don't even give them a care because they'll always be there. And you assume that they're going to be there. So it's like, there's like a hamster wheel that you're on. But then having gotten rid of the, the, the personalities that took up time and space mm -hmm. that was going nowhere mm -hmm. afforded the, uh, the opportunity to take a look at the shelf sitting yeah, and say, you know what, this is really, a, you know, uh, this person really means more to me in my life than I've given them credit for. Mm -hmm. So let me let them know. Let me share that with them. And so there are some relationships that have uh, deepened in that sense. And I would say the same thing about my relationship with you. Because Alina and I even talked about that Christmas, you know, that it was just so nice to be able to spend Christmas with you guys. Yeah, this was a very nice Christmas. It was very low key, but very like nice. I enjoyed it. Um one of the things that surprised me most about others um and I guess this would be one of like I had like a knock me over with a feather kind of you know situation this week where I got a apology that I just never even thought that I would get like from years of ignorance and stupidity that this individual has done unintentionally or intentionally, however it was, 
But in my head, a few years ago, I started practicing um, forgiveness, loving kindness, and peace. And part of it is, you know, you, you extend that bit to yourself. And then you start to extend that bit to other people as well. And that was one of the first people that, like, I forgave, which then the way I then interacted with them changed because it was like you kind of let it go and then you send loving kindness their way and you send peace their way. And we were having a conversation and I, I thought like, you know, I don't know if you know Mario world where you go down a tunnel yeah, and you're like in another world. And I was like, I'm in underwater world because what's right is not wrong right now because it's just, it was just, one of those things that, again, and I guess the surprise in it is you don't necessarily, like when I forgave that individual, it wasn't because I was like, oh, they'll apologize to me eventually. I, it was just one, forgive the people that you never are going to get an apology from. And it was just. Because you're not looking for that. Because That's not, not forgiveness. Yes. But it was just so surprising that this person came around on their own and extended that sincerely. That's nice. And that really did surprise me about other people. Um, and again, everybody else is on their own time to get to where they need to do where, when they will get it. No one's on the same timetable. So if I had a twin doesn't necessarily you know an identical twin does not necessarily mean that she will be where i am and i will be where she is that's not how it works no you know but at the same time it is interesting that you know people do come around when they do come around so that was just a a not a reinforcement of that idea that again sometimes you do have to let it go and just let it go and if it comes around, it does. But now I'm at a point where it's like now that we have come around to at least surface level, surface level of it, because this person is going to be in my life forever, then where do we go from here? Because if I was a petty person, I'd make you work for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then that would destroy your whole... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So you have to kind of almost be prepared for that. Like, you all, like I, I'm always planning in my head, like, what does my future self need? And what can I do now to prepare my future self for it? So that way when it does happen... You're not like chicken with the head cut off because you haven't prepared yourself mentally, physically, emotionally for it. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Well, yeah, and that's, I, you built the door for it to be open by forgiving without having them ask for forgiveness. Because mm -hmm. when you forgive, if you totally forgive someone they don't have to ask for it. And that's one of the precepts that uh, I, we were studying with our the lady study group was about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is not something that people can ask all day long, but you may not give it to them. 
Yeah. Because forgiveness starts with you. Mm -hmm. And you can forgive somebody without even saying, I forgive you to them. You've just forgiven it and you've kind of moved on and not necessarily move on with a bad attitude or whatever. Like you say, peace, love, and goodwill, because that's truly forgiving someone. They don't have to earn it. Yeah. They don't have to say anything. If somebody has to say to you, you if I do X, Y will occur. You're not really forgiving them. You're manipulating them to do what you want. Mm -hmm. That's not forgiveness. Forgiveness is just totally, it's truly agape type of love. You just let it go. I I don't expect anything back from you. Yeah. And that's the hardest type of forgiveness for people because people want stuff. I want you to recognize I forgave you. Then I want you to say, to I ask want, me. I want to give you a lashing. Right. You know, I want, you need to give I you want a stuff to make my forgiveness worthy. Yeah. And that, that's not really forgiveness. No, that's you being put on a, a soap, what is it, a soapbox? Yeah, that's you working them. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. What do you feel like he wasted too much time doing or engaging in this year? <laughs> What? Food. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> food, food, food. <laughs> you're so funny. And I got 25 pounds on my fat ass to prove it. <laughs> so silly. Too much food. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Too much food. I really needed to curb that. <laughs> and I'm not talking about, you know, the, the, ga- the, the, the hunter-gathering thing of having it here. Just the constant eating of it. <laughs> so funny. I mean, breakfast was like, what's for lunch? Lunch was like, what's for dinner? <laughs> and you're like, what's for fourth night? That food. If I should, if I had to say anything was an excess, it would have to be food. I, I really needed the throttle because I didn't balance it with anything. Yeah. I didn't balance food with exercise or walking, none of that. (laughs) It was just food. Yes, it was. I'm serious. Dinner's, lunch is over. What's for dinner? And even at dinner, you're like thinking, should I eat a snack? You know, what's there to snack? (laughs) Well, maybe we can bake something. Then there's Alina with the brownies. And I don't like brownies. I'm eating them. So for me, that's a pacifier. (laughs) It would have, yes, (laughs) somebody take it. (laughs) That's your pacifier. So it was food. (laughs) That was my excess right there. (laughs) I would say for me, looking back, and I understand that screen time goes up because people need a distraction, but I would say going into 2021 and kind of realizing that this is just the way things are right now, I don't think I need that much screen time social distraction. You know what I mean? So I think that was kind of where I need to pair back. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you need a vacation from everything that's going on. But I do feel like there are some other ways that I could do that. So, so you mean you spend too much time on electronics? On electronics. So I want to be able to pair back on what I'm engaging in 
and you know, spend a little bit more time doing other things, which I am at this point in time, you know, with the podcast, you have to prep for the podcast and all of this stuff, but I just really want to kind of like shift from that type of distraction to more so creating, you know, saying, okay, I'm working on my memoir. Let's get that. So when it does come to screen time, it's still the same thing because you're looking for things online or you're searching for things, but you're not going down that rabbit hole of like what you're consuming. So I, I just want to be a little bit more mindful of the things I consume. It already, you know, it's funny because I'm already a PBS girl, so I don't know that I can get more bland than that. But there are some things that I watch that I'm kind of like, okay, you probably don't need to watch that and take that in. So that's kind of where the screen time, whether it's TV, radio or whatever, I just want to be a little bit more mindful of what I'm taking in because it's a lot. And that's, I, I appreciate that because that's like, I, I throttled back from the constant Facebook Mm-hmm. And um, I actually met a community of people playing bingo. My mother would be so proud of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, electronically, you know, and talking, to, I'm literally talking to people around the world at least two, three times a week. And not a lot of time do we spend in chat, but it's been fun. You, you yeah. laugh, you chuckle, even some of their bad things, you go through it with them, you support them, they mm-hmm. support me if, if I were to have something. And we've never met each other, but there is a, a, a sincere friendship from that. That's what's up. And I would not have done that if I'd been still doing Facebook. Yeah, like it just kind of, where your attention goes, that's where your energy goes too. So it's just a little, a, for me, that's it's like okay where are we divvying up our attention and where can it be better suited so just being a little bit mindful because we have so much to choose from now yes and this is a group that we don't even talk politics yeah there is just just doesn't and you find there's so many other things to discuss exactly yeah yeah i i concur that's cool do you feel like you were kind to yourself this year I would have to say yes and no. Okay. Why no? And then why yes? Because I didn't really, I have to have said in the last two weeks, I must have said to myself multiple times, I could be fluent in Spanish. What Mm -hmm. the hell is wrong with me? I feel like I have this thing. I can't learn a language. Mm. But and that's where I think I'm not kind to myself. I should have educated myself more. Or, you know, tell yourself you're doing the best you can. Well, no, I'm not. No, I mean, <laughs> that, that would be the way to spin it. Oh, to well, but I'm not. I need to do better. And yeah. that's one of my goals for next year that I'm really going to. I mean, I bought the freaking app. I don't even use it. I have no excuse. So I'm actually scheduling myself time to, you know, if it, it can be just 15 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And I got all caught up in reading this romance, listening to this romance series in the car. <laughs> you could have been listening to it in Espanol. I could have been listening to Spanish. I might have had two, three languages down. Who knows? But I'm going to, to really turn shift that. 
Mm-hmm. I I would say yes. I've been overly nice to myself. I'm like one of those people that it doesn't take much for me to treat myself. I'm a treat myself kind of girl. So I will say for me, it's it's quite easy to be kind to myself, but it, it's it, it almost runs into the indulgent part of it. So I need to kind of like not be so indulgent and more centered because okay. it was just like treat yourself. But now that I know that I have it in me to indulge myself when needed, it doesn't need to be so often. Um, though I'm not going to get away. I'm not getting rid of my take care Tuesdays. I think having that in the middle of the week, not even in the middle, it's the beginning. <laughs> Did the weeks change? Yeah, but having it in the beginning of the week helps a lot because it's kind of like a pick me up and the whole taco Tuesday, like that falls into like, I always wake up happy on Tuesday. Oh my God, it's tacos. Food. Yes. Right. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm going to do something nice for myself, whatever it is. I know that that's in store. So kind of like leaving little... I guess a little trail throughout the week. I think I might do that as like a nicety thing that I'm like doing something kind for myself every week where I'm leaving a trail for that. Well, I didn't do my kind thing. My kind thing was I, I kind of built a little more of a nest in my bedroom for me. Oh, nice. And I do take, you know, like I listen to your sleep thing. Oh, the pink noise? No. Getting to bed earlier. Oh, going to bed earlier? Uh, Did you get the red light? (laughs) No, not a red. That's still a red light district thing. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Um, So what is the thing that you're not so kind to yourself? I think I have been just indulgent, to be honest. So there's nothing you've been that's not kind to you? Um... Probably if I were to say, like, I just need to work out. Which again, that's being kind to your body. So just getting out more and exercising um, for my body, I think that would work. Body, because it, it affects your body and your mind. Yeah. So I would say that would probably be where it was just kind of like, at some point in time, I'm like, I don't want to go outside. There are people there, you know? And um, I eventually have to get over that. But. It's not too bad. This is a walkable neighborhood. And you got roller skates. I have roller skates. So I just kind of, you know, have a little bit of fun doing whatever it is that I'm doing. But the movement portion of it, I I can do better about it. Yeah, that goes for both of us. Um, you spend a lot of time planning to eat. <laughs> Where do you want to go after this is over? Like if you could book a trip. And they're like, the pandemic is over tomorrow. Cuba. You would go to Cuba. I, I, I got one more thing I have to do on Cuba. Okay. I want to finish that. I would go to Hawaii. I would just. Well, I thought we were going to go to Hawaii during the pandemic. <laughs> I don't know about that. But because um, this is a long flight. But we'll talk about this off air. Okay. We'll talk about this off air. But yeah, if there is a place for me to travel, travel, it would just, it would be Hawaii um, and just really enjoy that area. 
because well, I, I enjoy tether. Cuba. I just I prom I made a promise to a pastor there I would come there and work for him for um spend a week and I wanna, you know, live up to my obligation. Okay. What do you who do you wanna become next year? I'd have to become somebody else. Who do you want to be? Yeah, like who, not become, but who is the girl at the end of December 26th next year? Where does, where is that girl different than the girl that's sitting here now? She should be retired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Traveling, not working every day. There you go. That would be the girl. <laughs> um, I would hope that the Berlin of next year, um, I think I'm kind when I want to be and sweet when I want to be, but just a little bit more leaning into that, like not being so tough exterior, you know, exteriorly tough and hopefully free from the shackles of oppression um, may it be work or whatever, if I can be at a point where I am more so leaning into entrepreneurship, that's where I, I you know, I'm, I'll take that as well. So that is a Berlin that I can see myself in the future being, you know. Um, and that'll be kind of like my retirement because I don't want to be one of those people who retire and sit on the couch and die. Mm. I want to do something that's a little more creative, not so much nine to five, but even more, uh, allow me to become more accomplished even. Okay. And that's what you're saying as well. Like an entrepreneurship, that's to be more accomplished. Yeah. Right now you, you're working for the man. Mm-hmm. So what is your theme for next year? Do you have a theme? No, you know, I'm looking for one. Not so much a theme. I like to do a word. Yeah, word or theme. Yeah. and Mine I, is two, so it ends up being a theme. But I have not. I've been pondering and thinking it, and I haven't come up with one because I'm looking for a word that will be that for me. Mine... Well, when you come up with it, you can add it to whatever, tack it on to whatever next episode we have. Um, mine would be, my theme is radical vulnerability. Wow. Um, I just kind of want to lean into that much more. Um, however it fits. So that would be my theme for next year, especially because I'm writing a memoir and everything. So that just requires putting shit out there that a lot of people keep guarded. So my theme would be radical vulnerability is what I'm going into 2021 as. That's pretty good. That's good. All right. So this is our last question. What are three takeaways that you have to share with our listeners? Whether it's something you think they should learn. This has to do with our self-care thing. Which you, you mean do have for the, for the pandemic this year? Or next year. Like, what are three takeaways? If you could give three little bits, what would it be? And we can go one for one if that helps. 
Well, I guess my, my first takeaway would be being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's the first person you got to be truly honest with. Things that hurt you, own it. Whether it be emotional, physical, own it. Then you get past that hurt. Things that bring you joy, regardless of how insane or crazy it is, let it be. Mm -hmm. Don't let other people distract you from that. Mm -hmm. And because we tend to worry what are... And the interesting thing about this particular year, you don't have a lot of input from other people. Well, I think it depends on who you are, but yeah. So, you know, I mean, you're not in a lot of social situations where people are judging your thought or your action. Most or... of us are because we're home, but there are people who are, they're in that space. Oh, well, see, I guess because I don't feel like you judge me and I, I try not to judge you. No, not me and you. I'm talking about people who are like out, like out and about, like part of it. When you're putting on your, your dress to the nines, it's for the reason of being able for someone to see you. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't well, yeah, but even into Zoom, if you're doing Zoom and all of that, it's it's not so readily that they're going to, you know, be independent of that as much as you can. And that's what I, one of my takeaways have been. That's what this year has taught me. Um, One for me would, you know, if I could impart something on people is to learn something new every day. You know, see what you know I think you should be amazed every single day there's not that much information in the world that you know it all that there's still always something new to learn about yourself others culture however and I think I probably said this before but that would be one takeaway it's just to like humble yourself enough to be amazed fall back so that you can be amazed. I like that. I think most of my friends are almost on a daily basis. They post, you know, we in our chats talk about stuff that happens. And I, I guess another one of my takeaways would be to be value yourself more. Mm-hmm. Because if you value you, you will value, you'll see the value in others. If you can't find your value and your worth, it's hard to see it in other people. Mm -hmm. And you can't even encourage them because you can't see yours. I agree. You know, it's sort of like if you're driving an old beat up kind of car and you think of it that way, like I got a piece of crap I'm driving every day and somebody pulls up with the you know, a Rolls Royce and maybe, maybe that's too big, uh, you know, a Porsche mm -hmm. and you're, you can't appreciate that Porsche for them because you, you got this, your car is a piece of crap. Maybe it is a piece of crap, but keep it clean, vacuumed out, looking nice, always running, dependable, no matter what it actually looks like, it gets you to A and B. So then when your friend pulls up in a Porsche, be like, wow, that is a cool looking car. Look at you. 
I think when you see value in yourself, you can recognize the value in others and share. Um, I agree. My second one would be, you know, to practice forgiveness, loving kindness and peace. I think we, if we, if we're not in the practice, I think what we do become habits and you almost have to train yourself to do new things, you know what I mean? And if you're not training yourself in those practices of being forgiven, you know, or <laughs> forgiving others or forgiving yourself, there's some people that they can't get out of their, their own, own way. way because they're so stuck on, I messed up this one little time and it just throws their whole day off. And if you were to just be like, okay, well, stuff happens. Maybe next time I'll be better. You know, I'm only human. And then keep it moving. You wouldn't be, in my opinion, so stuck in that moment. And the same thing with loving kindness and the same thing with practicing peace. Like, these are not things that are ideas that are just floating around in the air. I think a lot of this requires practice. And if you're not practicing them, it's just an idea. And that's interesting. That kind of goes in part with valuing yourself. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. There's like, we're doing like stair steps. There you go. And your last one? Acknowledge. Acknowledge whatever situation you're in. Acknowledge where you are. Acknowledge others. Just, you'd be so surprised we're just, looking in someone's direction and smiling mm -hmm. acknowledging people that they're they exist and they're worthy for you to smile at them and acknowledge them and we we don't we don't do that we're caught in our cell phones when we're walking around we're, we're distracted by the noise of all the craziness particularly this year that has mm -hmm. taken place that we don't even, I don't think we acknowledge each other enough. Yeah. And, and, and even to not even just another person, like you say, wake up in the morning and be grateful you got up, mm -hmm. you know, be grateful. You got to see a sunrise. You saw a sunset. Just acknowledge some of the things that are taking place that are zooming past you. Yeah. Yeah. And my last thing would be to create, create whatever. Um, I think, you know, sometimes we have problems. Everybody has problems, right? But I think we can create solutions to said problems too. And whatever the creation comes of it, life, ideas, pen to paper, art, music, just Find something that inspires you and bring it to life. Um, it doesn't have to be a baby. So, but it just brings something to life. It can, but it's a, a baby in a sense. It is a baby, your baby, but you know, create. And I, again, I will say this a lot. I think humans are put on earth to create. We have the capacity to imagine. We have the capacity to think about the future and to shape it. So why are we sitting on it? Mm -hmm. Why are we sitting on it when there are great things? 
And I, I do understand too that there are limits, like not everybody has the space and the time and the resources to create. But maybe that should be something to be created too. Can we create a society where people do have time for leisure? That's an idea which can come to fruition in the same way that America has come to fruition. So I think having a bit of imagination and inspiration and pulling things and putting them into what, however it comes out, I think that would be a great thing if that's where we are, just creating a world and a future and art and music and things that basically move humans further along because it looks like we're regressing. And when you create, I'd like to throw this in, don't always create things to make money. No. Sometimes just, just create something and it might event, it might somehow come about to, to you that there's money to be made in it. But most times when people make really big money, sometimes they didn't plan to make money. Yeah. They just had an idea and thought, wow, that's a great thing to do. Let me, let me give that a whirl. Rice and struggling like he can't get down and take his blanket. Jump. It'll be okay. Oh, but I think that's important because a lot of people want to create create ways to be rich. Just create. Yeah, have fun. Yay, rice, and he got down. So yes, I just kind of wanted to reflect because 2020 has been a doozy. Oof. 2020 has got us all in one shape or form or fashion. None of us are coming out of 2020 with the hopes that we did when we rang in the New Year's. None of us could have predicted this. That's true. And I just felt like it was a good time to kind of reflect and, you know, think about the future too. This is about the time where I start doing goals as well, but I don't have any right now that I can think of because I'm already working on some. But yeah, like time to tap in and see what movable pieces. And if you have... You know, with the questions that we answered, hopefully you guys took some time to pause and say, okay, how do I feel about this? You know, ask these questions to... And you're going to post the questions. I can. I can yeah, post the questions. Yeah, post the questions. So um, I can post the questions that we ask. And that way, you know, if that's like just conversation for fodder, you know, going into 2021, where we are right now, things that you just have like, small chat with and kind of like you know see where the other person it is because it's kind of like a checkpoint for the end of the year so i hope you guys enjoyed this portion of it now we are to our self-care tip which is not me it's gail well i have one that is near and dear to my heart that i'm not doing what exercise well, there's always to, there's always tomorrow exercise I, I mean just if it's 15 don't if you can't get to a gym if you don't want to go to a gym or you're not a gym type person find something to do because I'm going to find something to do because I'm not liking my pictures I'm, I look like a, a, a walrus I look huge and I'm tall and huge that's not good look I'm used to looking to this little kind of thin woman. I am no longer thin. Oof, girl. 
Anywho, okay. <laughs> that being said, and, and I think it's a good thing for, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one. No, we can't be. No, that <laughs> during the <laughs> pandemic has just, you know, our, one of the things you can do at home is cook. Yeah. You know, or even drink, drink, whatever drink your calories. So, you know, maybe give some thought to, and I think that's a healthy tip for your mind, for your body. Keep move yourself. If mm -hmm. it's only more than 15 minutes a day, you know, work your way there and then work, work yeah. up. And don't can. beat yourself up. If you miss your 15 minutes, then do it the next time you remember it. Just do it. Fair. So yeah, that's my I will be tip. taking that safe care tip because I need it. So, is there anything else you need I know, to add? Get that four pounds off you. I oh my god, that. I don't even know where I am god. right now. I gotta check. I'll, she when I go to... four pounds. I probably got more than twenty five. I just won't say. <laughs> when I go to Publix, I'll see. But oh, I'm not getting them on anybody's scale where people might see me. <laughs> no. Okay, I'm, I'm, my heart and mind is clear. I've got everything. Right, so and I enjoyed the questions. Thank you. You're very it welcome. did give me stuff to think about. And we need to think about that. And I will think about what my word, well, I've been thinking about my word is for yeah, next year. Yeah, you can just trickle it in whenever. I was going to be retirement, but nah, I don't want that to be my whole focus of the year. There are other stuff. Okay. And that's not the type of word. I, I like to pick a word that focuses me on a gross area in my life yeah retirement is more of an end yes it's like loosening not loosening tightening up some loose ends all right so thank you all so very much for listening please like subscribe send comments share with other people um and thank you so much for listening like it has we, been a treat. It has. This is our little quarantine baby, and we've done it. So I'm very proud of us. Thank you, Gail, for being my lovely co-host. And thank you for all the work that you put into it. I really appreciate it. No problem. And our invisible Alina, <laughs> who was riding with us in the beginning. Ryston has, he stayed. Ryston stayed, of course. He stayed the course. Um, so as always, be safe, be well, be easy, be blessed, and be ye. I'm gonna just do it for Alina because yeah. I'm feeling nice today. <laughs> and we'll see you next year. Happy New Year to you. Bye. <laughs> Whipped out your. <laughs> <laughs>